Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Don't forget it's a Wolves Wednesday. At some point when you hear the Wolves howl, be calling number 3 to 651 461 You'll win a four-pack of tickets. Wolves facing the Boston Celtics. But let's uh, let's step away from basketball right now because I definitely want to get back to college basketball a little bit later in the show. Let's talk about Minnesota Wild Hockey and most notably the Boys State High School Hockey Tournament. And we're going to check in with our regular guest, Jesse Pierce, host of the Bar Down Beauties podcast, writer for NHL.com. She joins us now. Courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. Uh, Jesse, always a pleasure to have you on the show. I know the Wild are playing right now. We will get to them in a bit. But let's start with some high school hockey. Okay, Let, let's start there because this is, the, this is the event that everybody is all about. I was asked if I could join and watch some hockey tomorrow. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it. I got an appointment. I can't, I can't be there. They're like, are you sure? Because it sold out. And I'm like, I'd love to do it. I'd love to be there. But I actually have a dentist appointment, so I can't make it. But, man, this tournament, when we talk about tournaments in the state of Minnesota at any level with any sports, the the boys' high school hockey tournament is pretty spectacular in terms of the attendance. I mean, there's nothing better in the state of Minnesota. Fair warning, Lake, I have three kids, so in case it sounds like I'm at the state tournament, I'm not. It's just the three kids being an absolute mess in the background. So my sincere apologies for any of that that might interfere <laughs> with our conversation. Hey, but hey, no. this is part This is part of being a mom, right? This is part of being a mom. I swear they just started, too. That's what they do. Um, no, the reason that the Minnesota State High School Tournament on the boys' side is so special is really because it's a culmination of what these kids have worked for since they were young. I mean, Minnesota hockey has established a model where you put on a jersey for your hometown, for your your city, for your community, and you wear that all the way up through high school. You know, in a lot of other states, that's such a rarity. You're leaving to go play AAA. You're going to live juniors in Canada, whatever it may be. But in Minnesota, that's not the case. You stay, you play with your best friends, you play in front of your family and friends every night, and uh, that starts from peewees up to high school. So that's what really makes it kind of romantic and special. Plus, then it's kind of fun, too. You got the hockey hair. You got ditching out of school yep. maybe a day or two. All that good stuff as well. I love the hockey hair. And, and, I, and I think that you're 100% right, Jesse, in that it is about community. Like, like, yeah, I get it. You know, in terms of basketball, you know, I went to Minneapolis North, and there's a lot of other schools that people, you know, talk about that have good um, – that are good historically 
um, you know, in terms of their in terms of their school with one specific sport. But the community part of it has changed over, uh, throughout the years with football and basketball, and even with baseball, with some of the transfers and stuff like that. Hockey, I think, is pretty much people are well grounded in, in, into the community that they are performing and playing in. All right, let, let's start with Class A because that's what's been taking place today. A couple of schools earlier today advanced. Hermantown advanced over uh, Laverne, and then also Matamidi, they advanced over Alexandria. And I'm a Matamidi graduate, Lake, so great day. Oh, I didn't know you were a Zephyr. Zephyr. You're the Zephyrs, right? I I didn't know you were a Zephyr. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm extra obnoxious this time of year, as Kirsten said. I'm just, you know, (laughs) people are not going to get I have my Letterman jacket out, Lake. It's it's the full the full situation, but uh, no, I'm always rooting for my Matamide Zephyrs. They were not very good when I was in high school, so it's kind of fun to see that they've uh, changed that MO. Uh, and then Hermantown has notoriously been good. I mean, both Matamide and Hermantown have been discussed heavily about moving up to AA, um, you know, which maybe, who knows, but it'll be hard. I mean, it's going to be a tough contest for Matamide against Hermantown in their next matchup on Friday. But I'm really excited about this number four, number five matchup tonight, Orono and Andover. I think that's going to be uh, a really good one. War Road probably going to uh, destroy their opponent. They are easily one of the best teams in the state, whether that's Class A or Double A. Well, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you specifically about, about Montemita for a second because that is your alma mater. Um, what, what, is, what is their identity? What is their MO? Like, what, what's... What, what, when, when, when you watch them play, is it all about the goaltending? Is it, is it more about just them being kind of being rough and rugged defensively? What, what, what makes up Matamida hockey? Uh, you know, great question. I actually only pay attention to them when it's a state tournament. I uh, No, I watched them at Hockey Day, Minnesota against Hermantown, uh, and the score was not indicative of how they played. I think they're pretty tough. I mean, ironically, I was a stats girl for the varsity team my senior year, so that's actually where I learned – Hockey was under Coach Poschel, who is still there uh, now in his 26th year at the helm. I think he always kind of just stresses playing a simple game, and I think I watched that today from Matamita. I mean, Alexandria took a lead and jumped out, and that would have been a pretty decent-sized upset, but um, I think they went back to their game, scored a couple goals. Looks like they've got some elite skill up front, uh, namely in one of their seniors who had a hat-trick and an assist today in the 6-3 win, but... uh, I think they play a pretty simple game all in all. I don't know that it's goaltending that they're hindering on as much this year as in years past. All right, so so but you would admit that that in terms of um class A, definitely War World, that's the team to beat. That's the team that everybody expects to come out. They are undefeated this year and that includes beating double A teams like Minnetonka, likewise that I mean they are just absolutely phenomenal and, and well deserved too. I mean, they have their ups and downs, but it's always kind of fun to see a team from the north come down and and show us city folk how it's done uh, up past the range. Yep. Are right, we talking to Jesse Pierce, part on Beatus Podcast host, as well as a uh, writer for NHL.com. She's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, 2A, these are the schools that will be uh, a part of the uh, the tournament. We got Creighton Durham Hall and Maple Grove. We got Moorhead and Edina. On the other side of the bracket, we have Hill Murray versus uh, Minnetonka. And then we got Lakeville South and Andover. Uh, of all the matchups in the quarterfinals, which one catches your eye? I'm kind of excited about Hill Murray only because I think for the first time in the history of Hill Murray being in the tournament, people actually cheered for them at the section final because nobody wanted to see Gentry Academy hop into the tournament. So I think Hill Murray has 
some bandwagoners following along with them. Um, but I think between that, I would say Maple Grove. I think Maple Grove, they come in the number two seed, I believe, and I think they're going to be a really exciting team to watch. But again, I think that's the great thing about this tournament. Every game is fun. Even when on paper it looks like it should be a blowout or this team doesn't match with that one, it's never the case, especially when it comes to double-A. I mean, those teams are so close. They see each other so frequently that it's really any given night, which is uh, really, really exciting. Nice. All right. So, so I, I mean, clearly the team to beat has to be the number one seeded uh, Minnetonka uh, Skippers. But uh, give me a give me an upset. Give give me a team that you say in this uh, in, in two way that could upset uh, everybody over here. Let's go Andover, right? Like I kind of am cheer. Their girl squad is exceptional. I think their boys squad has really come a long way too. I'm gonna go maybe with the Huskies. My partner on Bar Down Beauty's Kirsten Curl actually did select them. I went safe and went Minnetonka, but Andover is a fair bet for uh, a little bit of an upset here. Nice. All right. Um, Jesse Pierce is joining us, and it's time to transition from high school hockey to the Minnesota Wild, which we typically touch on all the time. And while we were talking high school hockey, the Minnesota Wild have put a goal on the board. They lead the Winnipeg Jets one nothing, and who scored it? Was it Marcus Foligno scored the goal, it looks like. Uh, so one nothing. The Wild last night come up short. What were your thoughts on last night's game before we get to tonight's game? For as boring of a score that that might have looked like, 1-0 shootout, it was actually a really exciting game from both teams. I mean, Jacob Markstrom in that second half of a back-to-back for Calgary after Calgary kind of had given their all to defeat the Dallas Stars as they're still really fighting for a playoff spot right now. Uh, Jacob Markstrom was absolutely phenomenal and made it really difficult for Minnesota's offense to get going. Uh, Philip Gustafson, we can't say it enough, he has been absolutely solid in net for the Minnesota Wild. Um, you know, again, it was just a really good back-and-forth game. Minnesota had a lot of opportunities. Both teams had a fair amount of opportunities, some two-on-one rushes, a couple three-on-one. I think the biggest takeaway I have, um, you know, Minnesota obviously extends their point three to ten games, and they get that one point, which is still important. They still need to figure out the shooting aspect. Yes, it might have looked like on paper, you know, 42 shots on net, whatever it was, is a lot, but also it's the – lanes that they're not shooting in and the areas that they're not taking advantage of an opportunity. I mean, you're, you're going to have to improve that. You're going to have to figure out how to score in order to advance deeper into the playoffs. Uh, you know, the defense is down pat, goaltending's pat. Now you need the offense to start clicking a little bit. Not to say that they're going to go on a scoring spree. They're not going to be putting in, you know, five, six goals a game. But it'd be nice to see two or three and not have to wait till the very end. Do you think the fans should have any any um, confidence or any feel a certain way about this team possibly winning a, a first-round series? You know, the more I watch them, the more I guess it wouldn't be crazy to me. Um, it's funny. We had Lou Nanny on the podcast, an absolute legend, and he predicted that they get out of the first round, no questions asked. And who am I to go really? against Lou, right? Yes, I know, right? He thinks maybe even a second round. I was like, man, you're getting a little – a little crazy there, Lou, but I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't bet the house on it, but I certainly, if they got out, it wouldn't be so bad. And my biggest takeaway is because there's so much, there's such a big gap in between the top teams in the West and the bottom teams. So in those wild card spots, I think Minnesota might match up fairly well wherever they end up finishing in the, in the central. So that would be the benefit is depending on who they draw as their opponent. Well, they've been playing some really good hockey. Hopefully they'll be able to hold on tonight against the Jets. 
uh, and finish this one off because it's always nice to see the Minnesota Wild get hot, especially at the right time. I guess the last thing I'll ask you, and then we'll let you go, um, that uh, special noisemaker in the background, is that Avery? Well, which kid is that? That's Avery. That's what they're I, uh, Avery! The What's up, Avery? To get on to, to convince the other two to get on tablets with headphones. So that worked out well. I'm a vet over here, right? Just throwing out great things. Yeah, Avery doesn't understand me, though, so... See, this is the thing that you got to do. This is the thing you got to do next time. I'm so inquisitive about what she's doing while you're doing the interview. Is that you got to have some sort of like cam up where you can showcase the video a little bit later, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Twitter, wherever. I need to see what she's doing because she might be throwing up like some sign towards the lake show. Like, hey, hey, I'm I'm making noise, but I can hear you talking to my mama. (laughs) You know, that's it. You know it. Hey, Jesse, always a pleasure to have you on. Enjoy the – oh, no, no, hold on. Before I let you go, there's another thing that we're going to have going on. I need you to talk about it. This coming Friday, you're going to be at the uh, Let's uh, Play Hockey Expo. Talk about that at the River Center. Yeah, it'll be our second year out there where we're kind of just doing some live broadcasting, talking, schmoozing, all of the fun stuff, uh, having a beer or two with our fans. We'll be out there Friday from 10 to 6. And Saturday from 10 to 5, I believe uh, you're going to swing by the booth yourself before you head off to some hardwood floors and basketball, correct? Yeah, I'm, a, well, I'm going to swing up. I'm going to swing by for a little bit. I'm going to try to get by there a little bit earlier. I mean, you might as well go out and lay out some of the people that are going to be hanging out with you. I'm just coming by just to, you know, just to hang out with you for a little bit. But, like, yeah. is, is it Doobie stop, stopping by to hang out with you? Doobie's, Doobie's supposed to be stopping by, Devin Dubnik. Uh, I think we've got Dave Muzatani, one of your other loyal guests yep. here. He's going to be popping on in. Uh, Natalie Darwitz, another hockey legend. Um, I'm trying to think. Anthony Walsh, a youth hockey author, former Edina hockey player. Um, a whole bunch. We'll be releasing a full list on the Bardown Beauties social media uh, tomorrow. But, yeah, we've got some cool people, again, just kind of hanging out and uh, chit-chatting and all the good stuff. That'll be awesome. I will see you on Friday, hopefully around, well, I think we said around like 1 o'clock, 1-ish. Uh, I can stay for about 30, 45 minutes. But I, I love to be out there. I've never been. Um, so I'm looking forward yeah. to, to hanging out with you on Friday. Well, I look forward to it myself. All right, Jesse. Jesse Pierce, Bar Down Beauty Podcast host, as well as uh, writer for NHL.com, joining us here on The Lake Show, along with Avery and the kids. Like, like Avery's her cute daughter, and then she's got a couple of boys, too. Um, and you could just tell the kids were having fun. Could you hear that, Chris? Like they were making a lot of noise. Oh, the, the, the minute, yeah, the the minute that I love it. the minute that she picked up, I could tell that you know, you know that she was making some noise in the background. The rambunctious you know, group, but, yeah. But see, that's that's the thing, though, right? I, I mean, this, this is, is real radio. Exactly, this is live. Yes, yes, exactly. This is not scripted. No, no. There's one thing we are not, and that is scripted. Oh, by the way, exactly. I did I did uh, get that written. By the way, that stuff that I was going to oh. write, I I wrote it and oh. emailed. So we're good. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, uh, coming up next, we got a scoreboard. That's next here on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into a scoreboard here because we got a lot going on. We got high school hockey. We got NCAA tournament games. We got... The Minnesota Wild in action. Let's get to it, Chris. All right, let's get to it, H. Lake. Let's go ahead and go to the X for the boys' high school hockey tournament. Uh, games that went final earlier on today, the Class A quarterfinal. It was Hermantown shutting out the Laverne Cardinals 6 to nothing. The Matamidi Zephyrs over the Alexandria Cardinals 6-3. Uh, to three. And a game right now that is in uh, progress the another class a quarterfinal right now war road uh they are leading st cloud cathedral one uh one to nothing so uh we've got two class a quarterfinals done one more in progress in northfield and orono uh that uh, they are uh, they are playing later on tonight so uh, that is what we that is what we know as of now and if we you know of course we're going to be uh, we're going to be watching uh, the uh, state high school tournament as well, because it is uh, it is going to be well. It it is the tournament that I feel like really resonates with Minnesota. Absolutely, like everybody loves it, and it sells out. Like that's the thing, a yeah. high school event that absolutely sells out. I was asked if I would like to be a part of checking it out tomorrow. Could make it, but I appreciate the offer. Yeah, that's uh, and, and you know it's it's a bummer, you know, at, at times when you know you're asked to go but you can't go. But I mean, I I totally, you know, I I get it, I get it. Hey, uh, let's get to some uh, college basketball here. There's just a ton of stuff going on. Uh, let's just uh, let's focus on the Big Ten uh, right now as it stands because there is a a lot going on. Ohio State right now leading Wisconsin, fifty-seven, fifty-two. Uh, that game, there's about uh, two minutes left to go in the second half there. And then the Gophers, they are in action a little bit later on tonight as they are taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And uh, that game scheduled approximately 
for about 35 minutes from now. So uh, that's what we've got. We do have a, a bunch of other uh, teams that are, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of semifinals and quarterfinals currently going on. So there's just... There's there's a lot going on in college basketball that absolutely it, it would uh, it would take probably a good forty five minutes to try and get through everything. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, Minnesota Wild still lead one nothing after one intermission, right? Yep. Uh, yes, still uh, still one nothing as they are up in Winnipeg taking on the Jets. You mentioned uh, Marcus Foligno with the goal, his sixth of the year. The Blackhawks are shutting out the Red Wings two to nothing. They are in the first intermission there in Detroit. And the Ducks and the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, that rhymes. I didn't even realize that. The Ducks and Canucks uh, a little bit later on tonight. And uh, let's get to some NBA here. H. Lake, uh, eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. The Wizards up on the Hawks, 73-64. Christoph Porzingis, 25 points for Washington, 15 points for Trey Young to lead the Hawks. The Celtics, no problem with the Blazers right now, 53-35. to Four minutes left to go in the first half in Boston. Damian Lillard, 15 points for the Blazers. Jason Tatum. And, uh, by the way, it is a Wolves Wednesday. Be listening for the Sounder. And uh, you can get a chance to see your uh, the your Timberwolves take on Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the rest of the Celtics one week from tonight, as a matter of fact. Uh, the Heat are up on the Cavaliers, 44-40. to 40. Darius Garland, nine points for the Cavs. And the Pelicans up on the Mavericks. Mavs got out to a quick start in that one. But the Pelicans have battled back right now. They lead the Mavericks 41-35. to Five and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Brandon Ingram, eight points for the Pelicans. And Luka has got 10 to lead the Mavericks. Luka. Luka with the lid off. Uh, Bulls and Nuggets, Thunder, Suns, Raptors, and the Clippers all coming up a little bit later on tonight. And uh, that is right, what we're uh, looking at. All right, we'll monitor that as the rest of the show goes on. But coming up next, we take a look at the local weather, and then we'll talk uh, some women's college basketball with Charles Holman from the Minnesota Sportsman Recorder. He joins us next year on The Late Show. All right, don't forget, it's a Wolves Wednesday at some point, probably soon. You hear that Wolves sounder. Be caller number three, 651-461-9226. Wolves and the Boston Celtics. That'll be the tickets. That'll be the game you go to. Check that out. Let's talk some women's college basketball right now with Charles Holman from the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder. He joins us now via the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. And, Charles, always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I want to, um, before we look ahead, take a glance back at last weekend. I know that you were covering it. Um, I was downtown. I was kind of in and out on the, uh, the women's Big Ten um, basketball tournament at Target Center. First off, uh, your thoughts on how, uh, Minnesota turned out for the uh, for the tournament. I know that uh, a lot of people were excited and happy with the attendance figures and so on and so forth. But what did you make of the uh, the atmosphere? Oh, thank you, Henry. As usual, uh, it was a great tournament. You had all but three of the games close in terms of under under double figures in terms of finishes. You had a couple of buzzer beaters. Uh, the, this, the the championship game was a disappointment because. It was just a blowout type of experience. But other than that, great basketball. I haven't been. That's the first women's tournament I have been to, ironically, since uh, uh, Lindsey Whalen's first year as coach. I went to, to cover it because I wanted to follow her that year. Uh, but it's great. I mean, if you missed it, you definitely missed a, a joy. And it's definitely put us on the map uh, for future tournaments. I know it's going to be back here next year, but I think we're like, a lot of people was pleased. 
And it's interesting because there was such pushback on having it here. Uh, you know, they thought the weather was going to be deterrent, but they found out that it doesn't matter about the weather. I was going to come, whether a snowstorm or a hurricane, they're going to be there. And they, they basically made a home game. I mean, it was seriously, man. You couldn't, you couldn't hear yourself. They were screaming, hollering two hours before the game started. So, you yeah. know, you, you get Iowa coming here, they bring in, you know, bring in people. So just think if Minnesota had, had done a decent run, it would have been deafening, but it was packed. And if you didn't yeah. see it on television, if you wasn't dead, you should definitely miss some very good games. And that leads into the NCAA tournament that you're going to see. You'll see some very good games there. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Exhausting. Obviously, the, the news that came out definitely changed changed my focus and what I was doing. But uh, great, great, great time. I, I, you know, I don't know if the men could keep yeah. up with that. I'm watching the Ohio State-Wisconsin game right now, but... You can't find a better tournament than than was held at Minneapolis this last weekend. You know, it's funny because what you just stated about the Iowa fans is 100% true because it was an Iowa takeover, right? And and good for them because they ended up winning the the, uh, the tournament. I thought that that was awesome. Caitlin Clark, is she's just phenomenal. But the, this year with the women in the Big Ten, that conference as a whole, with the teams and how they played, um, your thoughts on how deep this conference is, how how talented this conference is overall, because I think that this is about as deep of a Big Ten as we've seen in quite some time. Very much so. It, you know, so interesting, Henry, that even though Indiana lost in the tournament, they still project as the number one seed uh, in, in, in the tournament. So you can see if you can lose and still be a number one seed, that's got to be very good. Yeah, it was very deep this year. I, I think uh, – uh, might be one of the deepest in in years. You know, everybody always say that, but I think it showed that. And that's that's credit to the coaches. The coaches are very good. And un- unfortunately, Big Ten is is uh, overshadowed by the play of the SEC, um, you know, the Big East. But I think the Big Ten by far will have at least six teams in the tournament, if not seven. Uh, everybody said it could be a record ten. I don't know if the, I, I you know I don't know you know who am me who am I to make those kind of predictions. But definitely you're gonna have some tough games. You're gonna have some tough teams there, and look like they're playing at the time they supposed to be playing. That maybe a Big Ten team can make a run this year, uh, get into the Sweet Sixteen, can get into the Elite Eight. That has been the the the, the, the albatross on this league that had never been able to find teams to go deeper. Maryland had done it once. Uh, Purdue has done it once. Uh, they won it uh, once. But and, uh, you know, but you have never seen the Rutgers got there one time. But you haven't seen them make a real big run, and that usually defeats the purpose that or, 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 or reaffirm the purpose, Henry, that they beat up on each other so hard during the regular season they don't have enough in them to go against other teams when they play outside of conference. But I think it'll be yeah. a good year. Uh, the tournament definitely showed that with the teams. I mean, you had teams that was able to not win a game, and they 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 won a couple games down there. So it, it's good. Uh, I was going to be tough. Definitely going to be. They got star-studded lineups there. So definitely that's going that's going to be a draw. Uh, Maryland is tough. They're very long. Uh, Ohio State is trying to get. It's finally got healthy. They they making a nice little run. Um, you know, there's there's some teams that's going to be very uh, making some noise. Very yeah, we're talking to Charles. 
Yeah, we're talking to Charles Holman from the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at CH Journalist. All right, before we look forward to the uh, to the NCAA tournament, I want to ask you about a couple of national teams. Uh, before we do that, you know, the news did break. Uh, Lindsey Whalen um, stepping down as the head women's basketball coach at the University of Minnesota. It sounds like it was a it was it was reported that it was a mutual thing. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't think that it was actually a thing. But at the end of the day, um, she's no longer there. As the uh, the person leading that program, uh, what did you make of the story? What did you make of that news? And uh, what do you think is next? Well, it's funny. You know, people are upset that that news took the shine off the tournament because Minneapolis hosting it for the first year. Uh, when the news broke last <laughs> last Thursday, is ironic, Henry. I was talking to people about Lindsay's year. I was talking to people. And people were very high about her. You know, coming back, they thought she was going to do a very good job. Talking some alumnus who played the Gophers, they were all high on it. Then I come upstairs, and I got a fan telling me, have you heard the news? And I hadn't checked my phone yet, and I said, oh, my Lord. And then that's when everything spun. Uh, coaches were shocked because the Big Ten women coaches, our, our fraternity, they were shocked by the news. Um, Coach Washington said it was a gut punch in her, her stomach. You know, it, 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 yeah, and the word, the wording was awkward in the press release. Uh, yeah, everybody. The said, press conference. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's a whole different issue, and they said we could spend hours <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But it's just that it smelled bad. It, the, the the timing was bad. The the whole mood was bad. They felt, you know, because I, you know, Lindsay is an icon. But in the story that I wrote which was different from the mainstream, uh, I was told and my sources confirmed that, that it was a, it was emotionally tolling on on, uh, on Lindsay. Uh, you know, she takes losses hard as she did as a player. And, but when I talked to her, and I think I'm the last media person that talked to her on, after the loss on, on Wednesday, she did not sound like she was going to leave. So something happened between – our chat, chit-chat on Wednesday afternoon and Thursday morning that made her make this decision. We'll never know yep. the whole story because we hear all kinds of bits and pieces and some things I've been told off the record I can't can't disclose. But definitely, there's a favorite, there's a majority opinion, Henry, that everybody felt she should have got another year. You know, and yeah. at yeah. least the next year with these new kids. Luckily, so far, three of the kids have decided to stay and that's also credit because my sources are telling me that Lindsay has been behind the scenes working, keeping those kids there. So that's telling you that she didn't want – she's not abandoning the program at all. But we haven't heard from Rose Michon yet. And and I think that her coming back is, is really up in the air right now because they, they, they kids, the kids wanted to be there. They wanted to be successful with Lindsay there as coach. You don't know how things going to be, whoever coach they bring in. Um, so that'll be an, oh, we have her from battles not yet. Neither. Be, I think she'll come back because she says she signed a lease for next year. <laughs> Even though lease can be broken apartment wise, but, uh, we haven't yeah. heard from those two players yet. And I think you hear for those two players, then you can say, okay, everybody's set to come back next year. There's never no guarantees because you got transfer portals that, that opens up almost immediately. Uh, it's still a shock. It's still a shock that we felt that, you know, Lindsay, 
was trying to turn the corner. But she had the youngest, second youngest team in the conference. And I don't know why people thought that she could beat the better team with four freshmen that had yeah. never played high school, played college basketball before. And that's a big difference in a, in a veteran league, which Big Ten is, a very we, veteran we, league. And you're going against players that have been there for at least two years, and you're going against kids that, you know, they made honest mistakes. But they were coming you look, together. You can see that they was working. Yeah. When you look nationally, I mean, South Carolina's undefeated still at this point. Are they beatable? Because I, I think that they – I think that there are teams that could probably beat them, but man, they just—they're so deep and they're so talented. And Don Staley's such a, a phenomenal coach. It's just gonna be tough. It will be. I mean, you can go ten deep as they can go. They can take that second five and beat you. Uh, yeah, it, it's everybody's saying it's, it's North Carolina to lose, and I think that they are. You know, I South think, Carolina. Yeah, I'm sorry, South Carolina to lose because. Yep. yep. Dawn Staley is that kind of coach. She got those kids laser-focused. She saw how they lost last year to Kentucky in the NCAA, you know, in the in the conference tournament, and they they rallied back and won the, won the title. I think that she does not want them to lose on history. You know, this is a historical run, and I think that she really got those kids focused. I think they want to play for her. This is Boston's last year. There's a lot of things in their favor, but, again, in this kind of year, you know, Henry, it just needs one game to not, not do well in, and then you're gone. So yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I think that it's North Carolina. I keep saying North Carolina. South Carolina to lose. That's, that's <laughs> my prediction. <laughs> it's, it's theirs to lose. Uh, yeah. Not to win it, because I think they can win it, but it's theirs to lose, and everybody else got to beat them uh, yep. to, get, to, to get to the top. All right, the final thing for you um, as we – um, look forward to the uh, to the Big Ten tournament on the men's side. Is there any storyline or any any team in particular that you're going to be paying a little bit closer attention to as we uh, get into the uh, the Big Ten? Uh, well, tonight the, the the Gophers play. They play Nebraska uh, in their matchup. Um, what, what do you make of maybe that matchup, and what do you think of the the men's Big Ten tournament? Well, uh, I think the the the, the, the next la- matchup. I don't think it's going to be any 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 suspense there. I think I think Minnesota's going to wrap up the season. Unfortunately, I like Northwestern. I like Rutgers. I, I like Maryland. I think they're playing very well at this point of year. And please, people look at Penn State. They are playing. They are playing very well in the terms of their seniors are picking up. Picking up and, and carrying the model. So those are four teams that I'm going to be looking at. Uh, you know, you can't ignore the Michigan State. You can't ignore the Purdue's. You can't. You, you can't ignore those teams. But I think those are four the teams I mentioned. I think it's the teams that they can make a run. They can make a serious run. They can knock people off going into going into uh, Sunday's finals. Um, any, you know, it's, it's not a real clear cut winner to me. I mean, Purdue gotcha. is, is favorite. But I think Purdue got some got, got some holes in. Uh, yep. Michigan State has not played as well as they have. Indiana's had some issues. So it'll be a very good tournament. I wish I was there, but I'm looking forward to coming here next year uh, to see you in person. But in terms of the next game that's playing Minnesota and Nebraska, I think I think Minnesota will play hard. But Nebraska is on a little roll, and I think that Minnesota won't have enough to to get past them. All right, always a pleasure, Charles. Uh, Be well, my friend, and uh, we will see you soon. Talk to you soon.
as well. Thanks, Sammy. Take care. Yep. All right. That's Charles Harmon from the uh, Minnesota Spokesman Recorder joining us here on The Late Show. All right. Let's quickly take a break. We'll come back and we'll get into headlines. That's next here on The Late Show. All right. Let's dive right into headlines here. Christopher Tubbs on lead vocals will take us through this, the different headlines for this evening. Christopher Tubbs, what you got for us this evening? All right. Let's do it. H Lake. St. Paul is implementing a one sided street parking ban starting on Friday. And much of the state uh, prepares for another round of snowstorms that continue to add to this winter's total accumulation. Now, under the ban, no parking will be allowed on the even side of residential streets throughout the city in order to make room for emergency vehicles. St. Paul Public Works officials say a record snowfall this winter has narrowed many residential streets, making it difficult for emergency vehicles to get through. Now, the city will be ticketing and towing vehicles violating the new restriction. The one-sided ban is in effect until April 15th unless the city lifts it earlier if the snow begins to clear. In order to help residents avoid receiving a ticket or getting towed, the city created a one-sided parking map, which uh, can be accessed on our website, wccoradio.com. All righty. So, look, let's just hope that spring comes early. (laughs) Spring comes early. We get a lot of this ice and this slush and this snow gone so that people can get back to parking the way they want to park. Because it does kind of suck. Oh, it, it kind of yeah. does. It, it, well, yeah, it does. And, I mean, for me, I can't even get out of my driveway without having to, like, angle out because the snowplow, we live on the on the end on, like, a dead end. And the snowplow keeps pushing all of the snow. And as it melts, it's starting to, like, impede where I've got to back up. So I totally understand where just the nuisance. But, yes, uh, St. Paul, check out our website if you have any questions. WCCRadio.com. You'll see the article. There's a hyperlink there. Just click on it, and that'll take you to uh, to where you need to be. Hey, a 31-year-old woman who was employed as a school cafeteria worker in Connecticut has been charged with sexual assault regarding her alleged contact with a minor she's due in court later this month. Now, Andy Rosafort turned herself in on February 20th, and she was arraigned on March 1st, pleading not guilty to all charges. These include second-degree sexual assault, enticing a minor by computer and risk of injury to a minor, and according to the Connecticut State Police, the New Fairfield Police Department was contacted by school administrators at New Fairfield High School January 17th, quote, regarding possible inappropriate contact between an employee of the school system and a juvenile student. Now, through a major crime detective's investigation, Rosa Fort was identified as a suspect. Now, Fox News reported that she's married and the victim is 14 years old. Authorities said that a parent of one of the victim's friends told investigators that their child attended a gathering in January and learned that the victim left to meet up with Rosa Fort and, quote, came back behaving oddly after seeing her. Per that interview, the encounter was believed to be sexual in nature. Mm. Yeah, I, oof. yeah I, I just I don't I, I just never understand these encounters, man, with with. Um... With, with older people and kids, I just, I don't get it. I, I just, I really don't understand it, but I never will. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and, and I mean, especially, you know? you, you're married, you have a family, uh, I don't know if she had any kids, but it's like, you're married, like, all of this, it's it's wrong in so many ways, but it's, I I, I mean, it, it just shows that sexual. Like kids be kids, man. Yeah, sexual predators, Le- you know. Leave kids alone. It can be men and it can be women. It can be both. Yeah, what, what, wasn't that a popular show to catch a predator? Yes, I uh, I believe yeah I believe it was yes I think it was uh, oh god no it wasn't Chris Wallace ah uh, oh god now I can't even remember I can't the remember host. the guy's name oh I can't remember the name of the uh, the, the host okay 
Uh, I know Arthur Quinones hosted uh, what, what Would You Do? But, oh, man, you had to catch a predator. I can't even remember who it was. I think it was Chris something. I, I, I can't remember. Yeah, his first name was Chris something. Yeah. Okay. Not the predator, the uh, the host, just to be specific. Hey, <laughs> hey, I want I want to end any speculations. Hey, Steve Carell's final days as Dunder Mifflin's branch manager spanned a spectrum of emotions for the actor. Now, uh, Carell played Michael Scott for seven seasons on the hit NBC documentary style comedy before exiting the show in 2011. Two seasons before the show's series finale ended in 2013, and they said his farewell episode was tough to shoot. He said uh, it was a really difficult episode to do, but I also loved it at the same time because it was the end game for Michael. He told his former Office co-stars Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher on Wednesday's edition of their podcast, The Office Ladies. Now, in the show, uh, uh, Carell Scott ends up leaving Dunder Mifflin for love, moving from Scranton, Pennsylvania, to be with his on-screen fiance Holly Flax, who was played by Amy Adams. And uh, he just said it was uh, an evolution to have that character leave in that moment. And, and I got to be honest, like being a, a fan of the show, it was that, that was a hard episode to watch. It, it really was. You could tell there were a lot of genuine emotions. I got to go back and watch The Office. I do. Because I didn't never get into it like everybody else at that particular time. But uh, But that's a good thing, right? Like I can go back and I can dive into something – Basically, for the first time, when everybody else has already seen it, yeah, no, I, no, no spoilers though. I won't give any spoilers. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you, man. All right, coming up next, let's talk some MMA. TJ DeSantis he joins us next year on the Lake Show. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.